You're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at 101 Matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and how to be a better dater. I'm Jessica. I'm Jennifer. And we're the matchmakers. Okay, so today on our podcast, we're going to be talking about different strategies of dating. So Jennifer, when someone comes in here and they meet with you, um, kind of doing like the initial interview, what would be like the number one thing that you would tell them as like a good strategy to date? Okay, I know this is going to come across kind of weird, but I feel like um, people have just too many rules. Yeah. And in fact, I listened to a podcast, a podcast last night. I'm like kind of mini obsessed with podcasts. You should, you should tell me if you, there's a podcast I should listen to about dating loving Jay Shetty on purpose lately. <laughs> but um, anyway, the, the woman on the podcast was talking about, we need to talk more about three green flags of dating. And I just, it it struck a chord with me because there's so many red flag, red flag. Yeah. And, you know, there's all these rules. And I mean, you know, maybe I'm a little edgy and a rule breaker. Rules are made to be broken. And when people are giving me you know, a list of rules. And I will say women do this more than men. You know, I need this, I need that. You know, you just don't sound fun. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, like, do you meet people out and, like, make them qualify your checklist? I mean, even the age range thing. Like, we have people fill out their profiles and they'll be, like, 47 years old and they're like, I date to 53. 53 exactly, not 54. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you know, they, they want them to, like, connect on everything. There's all these rules and... I just think, God, you're not very fun. I mean, you're not very open to what life has in store for you. It's like somebody's got to hit this list of requirements to even take you out on a date. That's not fun. So honestly, I would just say, can you just throw out all the rules? Seriously. Like, all these rules are preventing you from actually getting to know somebody and having a good time. And nobody's going to want to take you on a second date unless you're fun. You know, so like, what's up with all the rules and you drilling somebody to see if they fit your little rule box? It sucks. So I would say, can you not have a, like your strategy of dating needs to be to have fun, number one, and make sure they're not an asshole, number (laughs) two. Like, other than that, can you just relax? Relax. Nobody's asking you on a second date anyway for you to make sure that they would pray with you. So just saying. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people come in here and they have such, like, specific things they want. Like, they, like let's say, like, politics, for example. Like, they won't date someone who has a slightly different view the of the world. The more rules, the less they find it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're cutting out, like, 50% of the population. You totally. know, if you say that you won't date a liberal because you're Republican, you're just, yeah. you don't know. You could have, have a great conversation with them. You could still yeah. have a great life and just have differences. Yeah, the girls that are like, I don't know, Jennifer, just make sure he's not an asshole or too ugly. I'm cool. I set them up all the time. Yeah. I set them after their clients. They're really cool. They're really fun. The one with the most rules, I'm like, again, when do I have to match her again? Mm-hmm. They're not fun. They don't even get good feedback. They suck. I mean, even things like religion, like, yes, that's important. I mean, you want someone, but yeah. your husband doesn't have the same religion as you. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, I mean, that's just another thing. And maybe that's why I feel that way. Like, um, you know, it, 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 Sarah Catherine, as you guys know, who owns the business, is one of my closest friends. I remember, and this, there's an article in the New York Times, if you Google Sarah Catherine Plus New York Times, you'll see that she wanted to date somebody who was more successful than her that definitely lived inside the perimeter that probably went to Georgia. And I told her that was, like, idiotic. I mean, she was, like, honestly, an average cute girl in her late 30s. I mean, 
I don't know why she was so damn specific. And as soon as she loosened up on that, I mean, she met her husband and was crazy about him. And I wanted to date, like, a guy that was probably an alpha male. Uh, let's come back to that. <laughs> and, um, and I wanted him to have a college degree and be Christian. And, you know, I'm relatively Christian. I mean, I read, a, I read a devotional every morning. I try to go to church. My husband is, like, probably atheist. And while that sucks, I mean, we, I've just made a decision to respect his way of thinking and him to respect, respect my way of thinking. And does it matter? Yes. But am I still overall happy? Yes, I am. And I, I think if I had made that be a rule, I might have missed this awesome marriage. And, and your cute little babies. You know? Yeah. I mean, would it be ideal if he was Christian? Absolutely. But I don't know. Same thing with college degree. He, doesn't, he didn't finish college. These are things that I would have, like, checked on my list. Um, and it, it works. I mean, we're making it work. And, he's, and I don't feel like I've settled. Do I wish that he was religious? Yes. I'm sure he wished that I wasn't riddled with anxiety. You know? <laughs> what did you say when you went into the matchmaker? Like, what did you say is your criteria? Well, um, like how, I don't how even remember. I mean, you, you know, because I was, like, 32 then. But, I mean, I probably would have checked, you know, white guy... 10 years older, Christian. But other than that, I was pretty open. Yeah. You know? I wasn't, like, super hard about looks. Um, you know, I'd worked at Matchmaker, so I knew the, you know, every now and then I might take one for the team and it might not be my, <laughs> my perfect dude. But, um, but yeah, but I, I think I, I think, I think I had basically rules that they ignored to find me my guy, and I'm glad that they did ignore them. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we have people, we match them, and they get upset, or they'll say, like, oh, I only want someone that lives in the perimeter, and this person yeah. lives in Alpharetta. Yeah. How could you do that? Like, sometimes you have to be flexible with I that. I don't do bulge in a room. Right. All right. People can move, you know? Yeah. They can wear a hat. Yeah. They can lose weight. Like, yeah. all these things are, like, not important. Like, are these things really deal breakers yeah. that you think that they are? I think the most important deal breakers should be things like integrity, loyalty. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, people get so wrapped up on the small things. Yeah, I think it's just like, I mean, do you enjoy their company and hanging out with them and they are they not an asshole? Like that Yeah. I mean, you know, to have somebody that you truly love hanging out with is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely number one is mm-hmm. just throw out the rules and be open. I would say throw out the rules and try to have fun. Just have fun. The more rules, yeah. the less fun. You know what I'm saying? Rules are made to be broken. Your friends that followed the rules, did you think they were cool to hang out with? Nah. Okay, so another thing, another strategy that kind of, I feel like, ro- rolls into this is put yourself out there. Like, we yeah. have people, we have clients that do not want to go to the socials. We have yeah. happy hour socials every single month. They're yeah. super fun. Yeah. And people don't want to go. And I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, and I tell these stories all the time. We talk more and more about, like, telling success stories. Um, first of all, we had um, a couple. Her name was Megan and Steven. Uh, Megan, I'm going to send you this podcast. And Steven, if you're out there, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Steven was shy i mean almost painfully shy the conversation was very stifled when i met him and he was uncomfortable going to this happy hour and he met his wife you know i said i'm next to a really outgoing girl he was uncomfortable and he Mm -hmm. like went through it and you know we had an event trivia which i'm sure made it easier for him i have another client his name's wes he'd been widowed six months he was visibly shaking he met his wife at a happy hour 
So honestly, as your matchmaker, I don't give a shit if you're uncomfortable. Work through it. You know, I mean, haven't you been in other uncomfortable situations, ziplining or some shit that makes networking you a event, bit something like that? I yeah. mean, this is not that big of a deal. Go have a drink. Everybody there's single. They all bought a dating service. You're in the same boat and like push through it. What's the worst thing that happened? Like you didn't meet anybody. I think you're gonna be all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just keep trying. Yeah, I mean, you just have to try new things because clearly what you're doing isn't working. So yeah. maybe listen to us and try something a little different. Yeah, exactly. get out there a little bit. Like, those things don't work for me. Well, what are you talking about, those things? Like meeting in groups? Like what? I don't know. I just don't like that, you know? Yeah, and also, too, like you might also meet a, meet a fun friend, too, who's going through the same journey as you, which but I think is also. It doesn't work. I mean, yeah. you got to try like workouts in life. You, get, you live in different cities. You try on a different outfit. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be what works, what doesn't, and this is the only one way to do it. And I think if you're thinking that way, that's probably why it's not working, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that kind of, I guess, plays off that, like the third thing I would say is you have to be patient, you know, because you're not going to, even if you come into a matchmaker, you might not find the love of your life the first match. You might. Mm-hmm. Jennifer's great. She has a great success rate. You might. Yeah. But you might have to like take some time and kind of try things out and kind of go with our, you know, our advice and just try some things. Like we said, not be so rigid. Mm-hmm. And it might, it might work. And it might take you five days to find the person, but... Yeah. You just got to be patient. Or it might take five days with the same person. Yeah, that yeah. you're on the fence about. I mean, I often think the nicest guys, the diamond in the rough, they do not show well on a first date. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're really nice guys. They're actually not alpha males a lot. Um, and also listen to another podcast. Let me give you this tidbit <laughs> from another podcast. And it was talking about how type A women, um, and it was from another matchmaker, actually didn't do well with type A men. You know, really? they think they want a bigger dog than what they are. But the reality of it is they're pretty alpha. They're used to calling the shots. They're used to people, like, making decisions. And if you date an alpha male and you're an alpha female, he's telling you what to do. You're not going to be cool with that, girl. You're not going to be cool with that. You actually might be better with you telling your guy what you'd like to do and him saying, sure, whatever makes you happy, and him only, you know, uh, correcting you when you really step on his toes. Right. You know? So you got to be, like, open to it doesn't look like how you thought it was going to look. And I say, you know, here for the beta males. I mean, I don't I don't think that my husband is a beta male, but he's a mellow IT guy, and he lets me get what I want most of the time. Yeah, you're definitely you know? the opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't run all over him. He tells me no, but, like, I mean, I, all I know is if I was with a really aggressive direct guy that, like, told me when I needed to be home, what he needed me to do, that shit wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I kind of thought, I didn't realize I was quite so alpha, I guess, until I've been in a couple of relationships. I don't like being told what to do. Yeah. So I, I need to find someone that's yeah. a little more laid back, definitely. Yeah, and then, I mean, I feel like also type A women or alpha women, a lot of guys are like, I don't want to date a woman like that. Um, I mean, let, let me let me hear for the beta guys, okay, <laughs> who let women choose what they want to do and, you know, Thank them when they make them happy. But let's hear for the alpha females, too. Like, we find you guys fun things. We right. tell you why you're amazing. We're the planners. We help you think of other ideas to build your business. We're definitely not boring. Okay? Right. <laughs> so don't have all these rules about, like, the kind of person you want to end up with. And maybe just see who you vibe with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that was our third thing. So patience. Um, okay, so now the fourth thing is, I think... You need to have something that you do that's not just dating and working. Yeah. 
we have people come in here and, you know, we write a bio for everyone. And one of my questions is always, what do you do for fun? Mm -hmm. If it's just going to restaurants and traveling, that's literally what every single person says. Right. Exactly. It does not make you different. Like do something interesting. Like try and like come up with a hobby. Like do something that so your entire world isn't around this person too, because that's suffocating for them as well. Yeah. And I mean, listen, as one who doesn't have enough hobbies, honestly, sadly, (laughs) um, besides podcasts, very into them. Let me know what you're listening to. Um, you could say what something you want to do. Like, I would want to start a book club. Mm-hmm. I would want to try pickleball. Um, I'm just trying to think about what else I would like. I mean, I'm, I wanna, I'm writing a book. I'm interested in business ventures. Can you say something that is on your bucket list or something yeah. you'd like to do so that somebody that is trying to date you could know something that you would maybe be interested in. Mm-hmm. And something that I mean? makes you and different. And they can take you to pickleball on a second date because even though you've never done it, you want to try it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think you just... They could get you a book if you're into reading. Whatever. Right. You just, you also want to show something that like kind of makes your personality different. Like what makes you different from all the other girls and yeah. that's your hobbies. That's what you do on your free time. Like, yeah, we all watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, we all we all have our shows that we binge. But also what shows do you binge? You know, like yeah. I mean it really tells a lot about you and, and I feel like we have a lot of clients that they're just kind of waiting around for their next date and that makes them sad. You know, like yeah, you gotta, you need sad. to get friends, you need to go out, like take a golf lesson, you know, mm-hmm. go try something new, take a cooking class, just do a little something that gets you out of there and then you're gonna find more about yourself too which i think is also an important step of this journey it's it's not Mm -hmm. just about dating it's about learning about yourself too yeah yeah okay so i think the next thing is something that applies if you're coming here or if you're online dating or anything good pictures yes that is an essential strategy to dating that i feel like people often overlook yeah i mean um my coworkers tell me honestly that i'm harder on the women than i am the men but listen god girls you know guys are visual Okay, like, a lot of this, I mean, honestly, more than 50% of it is about how you look. Mm -hmm. So, knowing that, you need to have good pictures. Like, even though we don't show pictures, do you not think that he's going to research you at some point? Everybody does that. Everybody Googles stuff. They find this picture of you. And guys fall in love with pictures, you know. They keep the cute picture that they remember you of. They want to be able to show other people. So, I feel like... You know, having good pictures is a must. Plus, I think it's fun, like, getting your makeup done in the mall. We had our pictures done yesterday for a billboard. You know, and, like, Emmy's doing my hair, and, you know, the girl's like, you have great angles. You have great whatever we're saying to Anna about, like, her curves and her waist. I mean, it's sort of, like, sensual, and (laughs) it's bringing out your most feminine side and making you feel good about yourself. So, like... You first of all, it's just a fun experience, it like really getting is. your makeup. Done. Oh my gosh! And secondly, then you're starting to feel more like that sexy, confident girl. And then also, you have some cute pictures. You know, a fun yeah. picture to send the guy that you're dating, where you look cute, just thinking of you, wink, wink, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just it's just good to have. So I think of having like great pictures is just a fun part of the experience about dating. Yeah, and I think it's like not a bad idea to hire a photographer because like I have a yeah. lot of people say they're like I just am not photogenic or like I just don't take selfies. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't really take many selfies either. Hire a photographer or at least your friend to take. Yeah, it. like I mean, it's, can you have your friend come over to your house and do like a photo shoot with you? Like go to people. Park and like just take some pictures of each other. And yeah, just... y'all look weird when you're taking selfies. It looks yeah. like you don't have any friends. Exactly. You know what I mean? In front of your mirror. Okay, but this is one of the things that I don't know if I, it's it's the word is like it's unfair. I don't really if 
I think that women should go to a photographer because I know girls and like we love getting our makeup done. We love dry bar. We love mm-hmm. we love the experience of photo shoot. You know, somebody telling you you look good, you look really good in this. Like we love that shit. <laughs> we we spend a lot of time trying to look good. Um, so that's fun for us. But for whatever reason, if a guy had if a guy had professional photos, I would think he was a douchebag. I'm just saying it. I would. I would. I would be like. I would think, I think of it like blingy bling. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what guy got his photos made? But, I mean, yeah. But is there, could you not get your picture made in your room by yourself? That makes me sad. Both for men and women. In front of your mirror, in your bathroom. Like, could you get somebody to take a a snapshot of you? Of your face? Like, what's up? Like... I don't know. What do you think about guys having professional photos? I I, I think you're right. I think I would cut unless it was it like a, me. unless it was like a headshot like for their LinkedIn. Yeah, like that headshot. would be weird yeah, to me. Like yeah. that's fine. Headshot's good. But I mean, another thing for me too with guys, if I'm looking at, obviously you don't want it to be all group pictures. But if I'm looking at a guy and he doesn't have any pictures with friends, I'm like, totally. do you have any friends, yes. or is it just you sitting alone in your room at night waiting? Yeah, for them? absolutely. That scares me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like you gotta. Pictures, I feel like, should be, you should have a good one of just your face, of just mm-hmm. you, and then I think you need to have one of you out having fun with some friends. It yeah. shows that you're fun, like guys and girls, like both sides. I think you need yeah, that. Yeah, I think you need a, gr- a couple of great headshots, mm-hmm. just of just your face, a couple of full body shots, one of you dressed up, one of you not yeah. dressed up, and then a couple pictures of you with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, specifically, yeah, I mean, when I if I saw a guy's pictures and he had, ki- and he had kids and, like, none of them showed his kids... It would make me think he didn't give a shit about his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he didn't have any pictures with friends, I would assume he didn't have friends. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, the more friends, the more family, the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, subconsciously a safety thing. You know what I mean? Lone guy on the internet with no people in the picture. Is he the Craigslist killer? Like, exactly. what's happening? It's terrifying. It, it subconsciously is going to give us some sort of safety. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's important. Like, you want to have a variety of pictures. And you want to sh- you want them to show who you are. Like, I think some of the best pictures are, like, when you're just, like, having fun, smiling, just, yeah. like, laughing, like, natural. Like, Yeah, I love so a side picture of somebody laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it not being so posed. Yeah, absolutely. That's really fun. Yeah, because I mean... I think th- women look really good in that picture, too. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, men are visual creatures. I mean, we all know that. But also women are... Like, I mean, I again, we look at the pictures, too. Yeah. And yes, someone's going to read your bio. Yes, they're going to talk to you. But those pictures are the first impression they're getting. Yeah. Um, if you're doing online dating. And again, here, we don't necessarily show the pictures. It's more blind dates. But it's still important, I think. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's like... But a- they're going to find you. And yeah. Like, as you guys know, we're a small local company. I would say that like 30% of our clients are repeats. I mean, we often set up old clients if they're a great fit for somebody. So we, there's singles that we've known for 10 years. We've known them get married and divorced through this company and come back. So they are like friends. I mean, it's not this rule that you never, ever see a picture. It's not like we're right. hiding it like the Holy Grail. Besides the fact that, you know, some of our clients own cybersecurity companies. I'm sure they can find you if you're the Real VP quick. of communications <laughs> at a telecom company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they end up seeing your pictures anyway. Yeah, somehow. So you just want them to be good. You want to put out a good face for yourself no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that like, um, you know, you feel like we hear guys talk about what they like or they don't like in pictures or in person? I mean, obviously they want you to look like your pictures, so do not over filter them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filtering's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that, you think those weird good, angles that you girls take. The very you know, high up the one. The very high up one. Mm-hmm. You're just, like, staring He's up at the camera. You. He's <laughs> it, on to you. He's on to you that that is yeah. not your body type. Um, yeah. What else? Or the ones where, like, you see the legs, like, the 
low angle ones where it's the legs that also makes you look really like really? small. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because like it makes your legs look super First long. First of all, and that's creepy. You're in a fun house. Like, why are you taking a little picture? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I've seen that a lot. I'm just like, what? What are you doing? Like, it that doesn't. Yeah. That's not how you look. Like, you you look like you're this six foot tall woman, and then you come in and you're five foot two. Okay. Blind. Also, like taking pictures with. Um, I, I, this is just me. I hate jewelry, man jewelry. I know that the necklaces oh are God. turning back from The Bachelor, but I hate them. I don't, like, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's a thing, Jennifer. I don't understand jewelry for men. It's strange. Um, can I borrow that necklace? Why are you wearing it? You're oh, dude. my God. Um, and then also in front of, like, cars, that's sad. Oh, yeah. Men yeah. and women, that's sad. Yes. It's just not a good look. Yes. It, it, you look like a douchebag. Douche. And if you're a girl doing it, you look dumb. You look materialistic. You do. You're like, hey. Especially when it's not even your car. Even when it's not even your car that you're just posing in front of. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I just, I don't know what, who you think you're getting with that, but it's not going to be a quality person. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Okay. Yeah. I mean, and we have guys that, you know, um, that Kim Kardashian face, you know, with the lips and stuff, that sexy, you making that sexy look, dudes don't like that. I mean, not like a normal guy doesn't like that, you know? Right, yeah. That If you're making that face, that's why guys are trying to date you to get laid. Yeah. I mean, like, if you have a normal picture where you're looking cute and friendly, he's going to see you as a quality girl that's not after that. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, end of the day, just look like yourself. Like, yeah. don't overfilter yourself. Because, again, you're going to eventually meet this person in person, and yeah. they're going to be disappointed. Wouldn't you rather than be like, wow, you look even better than your pictures? Like, yeah. I feel like that's the much better response than, God, she has a lot of wrinkles on there that I did not see in that picture. Yeah. Like, I just, you, I think you just need to be upfront and honest, because at the end of the day, you're going to meet them, and you want them to like you for you. So put your best yeah. self out there, but let it be you, I think. Yeah, another thing people say, sorry, this is back, back to the happy hours and stuff like that that they're <laughs> uncomfortable with is they're uncomfortable with flirting and talking to the opposite sex. Like, when did talking to the opposite sex become like talking to a grizzly bear? <laughs> I mean, just talk to everybody. Okay? Yeah. Sometimes they're men, sometimes they're women. You're a weirdo if you're only approaching the one person in the room you find attractive. That's like praying, you yeah. know, like a Dateline serial killer. <laughs> on Like, can't you just meet everybody and one of the persons you meet be that attractive person you wanted to meet anyway? Like, why, yeah. why'd you make it weird? Just be fun and friendly. Like, I mean, flirting with somebody is basically just complimenting them. I mean, don't you, can't you do that to a lot of different people so it's not such a big deal? Yeah. I think you can. You can yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then the last strategy, I mean, there are many, but the last strategy we're talking about, it's just being positive. And I yeah. feel like it kind of encompasses everything we're talking about. Like, being negative is going to come off and no one wants to date a negative Nelly. They don't. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. in every aspect, you just want to be positive. You want to be smiling in your pictures. You want to look fun. Yeah. You want to put yourself out there. You want to have yeah. fun. You know, you want to just have an open mind. I think just being positive, you know, and believing in the process too. Yeah, yeah. I have some more stuff to say to that, but I don't know what it is right <laughs> now. But I mean, I think the main thing is, is that, you know, when you go to a singles event, when you go on a date... Do you, when people ask you how it's going, can you say something positive that happened? Positive about the person you met? Can you bring out one positive thing? You know, Jay Shetty of On Purpose. He's very big. He was a monk. You know, he talks about that. Like, he was a monk? Yeah, he was a, he's a monk. He has like one of the most popular podcasts. He used to be a monk. I mean, I've heard of him. Interesting. And, and a lot of, you know, podcasters for whatever reason. You know, people do this daily affirmations thing and it's looking at the good stuff. Like, what did you get good out of the experience? So, if you went to one of our mixers and you didn't meet anybody and, you know, you really were thinking, well, that sucks. I got dressed up and I didn't meet any dude. Did you meet a girl? Did you, like, make friends with the matchmakers who thought you were really fun and funny? 
Um, and now we're going to set you up because we think you're awesome. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's going to come back to you later. It has. Yeah. Um, if you make a good impression on us and we or we see a good impression like on other people, we're like, wow, that girl seems really fun. Or that guy seems really fun. Yeah. Let's set him up you, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times that happened. Like, I've met somebody in the office and, like, maybe they seemed intense or... Uh, maybe they seem messed up and then I see them, you know, a year later and, you know, they're having a great time and they're laughing and they're fun. And then I just see this whole other side of them and I think of them later because I, my, my first impression was maybe wrong. Yeah. You know? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, is there anything good that's coming out of that singles event? If you went out with a guy that you weren't attracted to, did he tell you about a cool Netflix show, something <laughs> new this weekend? Um, did he tell you about a way he's been dating that might be good for you? Um, did you go to a cool did, restaurant? Did he anything? I don't did know. he compliment you? I mean, was it a complete bust? Because I'm just telling you, if you can't be that kind of person to figure out the positives of situations, you're, people are not going to want to date you. No. You, you're, you're depressed. <laughs> you're depressed and you're negative. Right. Which I, is, which is ultimately what the actual problem is. Right. So like really you need to start with. I think daily affirmations is a great idea. Daily affirmations yeah. from yeah. yeah. You should start doing that here in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Will you look at the mirror? Yeah. We'll make Well, you know, yeah. Just try to think about some what what good came out of the experience or maybe before you go on a date, what is something at least good that you're gonna get out of it. Yeah. You know? Like a good dinner, yummy food. Yeah, try something new. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, really, I mean, I think the overarching main strategy is just have fun and be positive. Like, yeah. that's going to get you Less the rules, best results. Have fun. Yeah. Be positive. Talk to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, so thank you for listening to Deep Diving into Dating. Um, let us know what you want us to talk about. Like, you, send us a message on Instagram, one-on-one matchmaking. Yeah. Instagram Another also. podcast I'm listening to, Jessica, oh, <laughs> is um, Ask Maria. And Maria of Agape Match, I mean, she has these questions and people write in questions to the matchmakers. And I love that idea. You know, I've been doing this 15 years. I know matchmakers all throughout the country. Sarah Catherine's been doing it 24 years. Anna's been here 10. Um, Jessica's been out there dating and working here for almost a year now. We'd love to hear what questions you have. You guys ask us questions all the time. And even if you're not a client, we definitely feel like we're an expert in the field. I personally talk to like 20 people a day. Jessica's always giving dating advice. So... We can tell you what we're hearing the most and try to help you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just today I had someone reach out and she's like, I, I don't know what to do after this step. Like, what do I do after like the second date? Like, how do we keep it going? So I mean, we get these questions all the time. So let us know what you want us to talk about and what you need help with. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Jessica. I'm Jennifer. And again, like I said, follow us on Instagram at one on one matchmaking and our new TikTok account at one on one matchmaking too. Yeah, we post there. Right. We're trying to we're trying to beef that up. Trying to teach Jennifer how to use the social media. Don't know how to use the Instagrams or the TikToks. Oh gosh! Um, if you're listening on an Apple Podcast, please give us five stars and leave a review. Yeah, it was so fun today. And bye, everyone. Good luck dating, and we'll Remember talk to you next time. Questions. Yes, send us questions, Instagram, TikTok, however you want, and we will try to answer them. Thanks. <laughs>